Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode 23 of both Bard's Eye View and Xena Warrior Princess, series one, season one. Um, today we're talking about Death Mask. Um, now we've had a run of really, really good episodes. We've had some high scores, we've had some controversially low scores from certain colleagues of uh, <laughs> mine. Um, but we've, we've had a, a real run of quality. All good things must come to an end. Yep. Anyway, let's talk about Death Mask. <laughs> yeah, just to break our streak, we've got Death Mask, yeah. which, you know, spoilers, um, is not great. It's it disappoints, not, doesn't it? It's, a bit, it's not a great episode. It has the... I mean, it's got the potential to be good because it's about Xena's family and a little bit of Xena's mm. backstory and we get to meet... We get to meet a new character who you might think would become important to the show, but is not. And we also get a <laughs> bit of a bit of a Xena origin story, um, which everyone loves a villain origin story, but yep. unfortunately this one does disappoint a little bit. I mean, I think they could have workshopped it a bit more. I, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. I really? think it disappoints a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So we begin yeah. uh, with Zena and Gabrielle uh, traveling along a road for no reason, as usual. Uh, and Gabrielle is asking Zena all about how you catch arrows. How do you catch arrows? I've seen you catching arrows. How do you do it? Uh, and I'm like, Gabrielle, think back to episode two. She doesn't always. It's literally <laughs> the first adventure you had together, her not catching the fucking arrow. Yeah, well, sometimes I catch them with my shoulder. Sometimes I catch them with my midriff. Yeah, sometimes I catch them with my midriff and don't have any scar to show for it. Yes. <laughs> Amazingly, you know? Um, so obviously because they're discussing the catching of arrows, there's going to be someone shooting arrows at them. Yes. So that makes sense. Oh, if, for, the, for those of you wondering, the way to catch an arrow is to listen with your body. Yeah, that's isn't that like that America's Next Top Model thing? Smile with your eyes. Oh yeah, I've learned about this. I literally <sighs> yesterday because some, someone in a in a teaching session said something about smize because because you're wearing a mask. Got it. And we discovered that smize is smiling with your eyes, and that phrase originated on America's Next Top Model. Yeah. Every day's a school day. Every day is a school day. So I used to watch sometimes watch America's Next Top Model out of general apathy like i would get home from work collapse onto the couch which is when i lived alone collapse onto the couch turn on sky to some random channel and just vegetate for an entire evening hmm. now that i live alone i do that but also i'm served dinner by a devoted wife amazing i know it is delightful um <laughs> but i don't watch America's <laughs> next top model anymore anyway so listen with your heart yes. Listen I, uh, body. with no. your heart. Listen um, with your body. Oh, sorry. G Gabrielle says, well, what, if, what if my body doesn't hear the arrow? Then you're dead. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, like, yeah. it's a fucking stupid question, Gabby. Ask a stupid yeah. question, get a stupid answer. I'll, I'll take questions I already know the answer to for ten. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so obviously, right, there's a guy who's going to shoot them. He's in there. Like, I don't think you need to listen with your listen with your body for this because the at the him pulling back the string of the bow yeah just listen to the special really effects really loud noise like just listen to the sfx yeah um now the red arrows 
Red red tipped arrows, so it's not centaurs. Oh, I thought you meant the red arrows. I thought you oh, might, you yeah, would no, hear no. the red arrows. No, they didn't send the red the arrows day. over. <laughs> um, Try catching one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this guy also he's wearing a he's wearing a ridiculously stupid mask. He's wearing a dumbass mask that looks yeah. like um, one of the masquerade masks from the the dream sequence in Labyrinth. Well, they, these masks apparently they, they, it looks to me as if it's actually been nailed to his face. Yeah, and it's, it's got not, it's got these kind of stud stud marks. Are they meant um, to be, are they meant to be metal? Well, I it looks to me as if the mask is made out of papier mache and painted silver. Yeah. Um and the nails, I think, are do you remember those little brass paper fasteners? Yes. That like a, a stud and you push it through and two little wings that, that come mm-hmm. out. I I think I think it's those. So I think it's been craft hour on set. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've all had a lot of fun yeah. making papier mache masks for their own faces. We did that as an art lesson in school. Cool. Yeah, we were supposed to do we it for do homework. Um, yeah. And then the teacher wanted someone to sh- to, uh, to show the kids how to do it. So she wanted someone yeah. to volunteer, and no one would volunteer. And then I eventually volunteered, and all the all the all the other kids jeered and laughed at me. And I'm like, I don't have homework now, you fucking morons. <laughs> and you do, uh, idiots. Excellent. Anyway, so um, he shoots the arrow. And Gabrielle, has, who has listened with her body, and I am going to say with her ears, because it's fucking very mm. audible, um, just before Zena has a chance to catch it, she catches it with her staff. Yay, another glow up. And she goes, I did it. I did it. How did I do that? And Zena's like, <laughs> yeah, you did. Now get behind me, because I'm going to do the proper <laughs> fighting now. Yeah, <laughs> my turn now. It's my turn now. Anyway, fight, fight, fight. Fight, fight, fight. She does the, the patented over-the-handlebars move where she... Argo does a, a sudden brake, puts the brakes mm. on the horse and flips over the over the handlebar. Do horses no horses don't have handlebars. They don't have brakes either, mate. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm not thinking of horses. I don't think you're thinking of horses. <laughs> I think you might be thinking of a bike. Which I, I don't think be. was invented in ancient Greaseland. Well, if New it was, Greaseland. you know, who would have in, in, invented it? Xena. Xena yes. invented everything. She's a she's an inventor of things. Um Meanwhile, so Zena's fighting one guy. There's another guy there as well, and Gabrielle kicks his ass. She is yeah. She staffs him good and proper. She gives him a good proper staffing. Staffs him right up the bleep. What not bleep? Um, and then she makes a run for it, and you think this is this isn't like Gabrielle to run from a fight. But then she plants her staff, yeah. plants her staff, and he runs into it. What a no! Which is it's kind of like. <laughs> Why'd you keep running into my fist? Stop running into my fist. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> anyway, the so, guy's a fucking douchebag. Um so that's good. But this mask thing that she notices he's wearing the mask eventually when she finally yeah. defeats him. Xena does. Notices he's wearing a mask. And then there's a some a zoom in and a noise effect. Um and a noise effect. Jesus. A noise effect. <laughs> noise effect, yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> what what noise effect is that? It's like yeah, or something, you know, because okay. um, it's triggering some trauma. Ah, she's like oh, the yeah, mask so she, is she, going she, to trigger her trauma. Several minutes fighting him, and and it's only when 
when she's brought him down that she notices the very distinctive mask. Well, she's probably not looking at his face when fighting, you know? If I was fighting, if I was sword fighting with someone, I think I would be looking at their sword. She's probably looking with her body. She's probably not yeah, looking at her eyes. Now, I could easily sword fight with someone because, as you know, from my birthday, got a yes. fucking sword! Fucking badass sword. Fucking sword! My wife got me It's a... so shiny. It is shiny. You can see it right now. And it's I shining can. away like it's... crazy. Yeah. Um, my wife got beauty. me a replica Xena sword. What do you get for the woman who's amazing. got everything? And then you <laughs> also made a mount for it, which is the chakram, which is amazing. It so, is. It's very much like um, the one that Gabrielle used in. Was it? No, not last week's episode. Uh, yeah, the greater good. <laughs> the greater good. It's it's Except a wooden. You put the effort. Painted. It's a wooden yeah. circle that you've painted, but you've made the effort to paint it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It actually looks base. like got, the real thing. So got, got some of those little pots of paint that you used to to paint Dungeons paint. and Dragons figures. Oh, really? Modeling. Yeah. Modeling paint. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but one one of them was. Yeah, cool. That was good. I had fun making that. Good. Glad to hear. I, I also, I also, I also super glued myself to it at one well point. Well done. So I've got Sorry. a bit of your DNA with it as well. Yeah. <laughs> From when you ripped your skin off. I did. I, I did. I pulled a little bit off my fingertip. I clone you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I would use your clone for, but I'll find something. I could make her live in the shed and send make in the clones. Oh, yeah, put put shelves up, that kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, so Gab kicks so, this the other guy's ass and Zena comes along going, I guess you don't need me. Uh, Gabrielle is extremely competent in this episode. It's very, it's very Yeah, good. she's great. Very happy we don't, about we don't see an awful lot of her, but what we see, she's, she's kicking it. Um, so um, she Zena puts the pinch on the guy that Gabrielle Well, do you know, before that, she, she goes to interrogate him. She says, where do you get this mask? And, he, and I've, I put, he does toddler who won't eat broccoli face. He <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you nothing, bitch. Yeah. So she. Where'd so you she get puts... this mask? I got it from Party Planet. I mean, like, that's what it looks like. <laughs> I got it from David Bowie in Labyrinth. Um, actually, I had a little web page back in the olden days, um, and it was called. The title of it was "David Bowie's Crotch Made Me a Lesbian." And it was just uh, various screenshots with quips, various screenshot screenshots from Labyrinth of David Bowie's package in tights. Mm. Um, there are a lot. If you ever watch that film again, just I mean, do a crotch well, count now. because <laughs> you're already a lesbian. It can't it can't turn you any further. <laughs> <laughs> what if anyway. it turns me back? What if it's an on-off switch? Oh no, no, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like right well I'll do the pinch on you then if you're not going to eat your broccoli and she's like if you don't eat your broccoli within 30 seconds she specifies it this time within 30 seconds you're dead and so and she, she pulls interrogates his, she pulls, pulls the mask off so it's like not actually nailed to his face which no. is a relief because if, if it if it had been stuck on with the that's, wor- that's worse than pulling a plaster off man mm, it would be it was worse than this worse than the super glue for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So I did my pinch count this. I did my pinch count this time. Oh yeah. Because she said thirty seconds. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to guess how long it was? Twenty-seven. No, it was twenty-nine point seven oh. seconds. She cut she, it fine that time. She cut it so fine. 
It's not well, at least at least it was within the thirty seconds. But I want to say, if you would be dead in thirty seconds, yeah, that at twenty nine point seven you should at least have passed out or something. I don't think if we'd hit thirty seconds, he was supposed to just immediately just like <laughs> drop dead <laughs> instantly. I think I'm pretty sure oxygen deprivation would make you pass out first. Well, she hasn't. No, she hasn't. Oh, no, she has. She's cut off the flow of blood to your brain, so no yeah. oxygen. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm sure, that would Science. Should, I'm sure that should actually make you pass out before it heals you. But, mm. and then Or maybe, maybe 30 seconds then... is the point of no return. Oh, maybe. Me, I wonder how many people she's left with permanent brain damage. Oh, it I'm going to say a about. lot. Yeah. That guy last week, man, he was on for, an hour. He was on for over a minute. And that, that's just the viewers. <laughs> anyway, so goodness now. where did he get the mask? Well, he got it from his old mate, Cortese. Who <gasps> the fuck is Cortese? He is Xena's villain origin story. And he's over just over that ridge there, burning a village to the ground for no reason. Yeah, Actually, he, no, it's not a- for no reason. He is at this is the one I I've I've I'll say some I'll, negative things to say about Cortes and his villainy. But. However, he is the one. He is the one warlord we've seen who does have a business model. He has a workable business. Model. <laughs> it's taken us the full season yeah. to find a warlord with a business model, but we got there in the end. <laughs> what I what I like about this, he says. Oh, um, who who gave you that mask? He says, Cortes gave it to me. He's attacking the village across that ridge. And and then we we look. Oh, is, that will be the smoke that we would have seen from fucking miles away, <laughs> and somehow didn't notice. Yep. Talks. And then she she unpinches him and punches him for for good measure. Yep. Um. And some some uh, historians have deduced from this that this event took place on the first of the month. So we've had the pinch and a punch. It's a little joke. Is it? I don't get pinch it. Pinch and a punch. Pinch and a punch for the first of the month. Is it? I don't get that. I've never heard that in my life. You've never heard that? No. <laughs> no? I pinched the punch for the first of the month. Nope, never. I'll just keep saying it and then you can't say <laughs> it. I've also you're legally, had... you're legally entitled before 12 o'clock on the first day of any given calendar month to pinch someone, thus, a little, for, for the benefit of the uh, tape, I just pinched my arm, <laughs> to punch them, thus... And then say Bagsy No Returns. And there's something about a white rabbit, but I've never got that bit. White rabbit. I, I know the white rabbit thing, but literally only for like the last year or something. Goblin texts me one day on the first of the month and just said white rabbits. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I've never yeah, heard that you, before in my life you, either. It means you, you then can't... It's basically white rabbit is a vaccination against <laughs> pinching a punch. Well, so she's, I, she'd had her jab. Yeah, I got a vaccination this morning. My second vaccine. So you'd better not fucking punch my arm because I would kill you. <laughs> um, do, you do you want to make Do you want to make your uh, John Prescott joke here? Uh, what do What do I and What do I and former Deputy Prime Minister John Prescott have in common? We're both fat <laughs> bastards. No, we both had two jags. Ha ha! That is a joke quack, that only quack, a quack. only a Scot can make because in England you call them jabs. We do hate. And in America, you call them shots, which is which fine. Is something I different in I like shots better than jabs. I hate you jabs. Know, I like shots, but <laughs> I 
different. Not fancy at all. Um, over here. So it's anyway. Let's get back to the episode. <laughs> yes. So Gabrielle says, "Who's who's Cortese?" And Zena Zena says, "I've I've never stopped looking for him, I mean, or having flashbacks about him." You have stopped looking for him. You've never mentioned him up till now. I think he's been mentioned. I don't think he has. Because otherwise, why Gabrielle would okay. know? Gabrielle would have memorized every uh, thing. She would have yeah, been like, "Cortese isn't that the guy who destroyed yeah, your village?" Scrapbook, isn't she? Yeah, she would have done. She definitely. <laughs> There's a little bit of that, isn't there? Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we've reached the theme music. Yes. You said before we started recording, shall we make this a quick one? Ha 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 ha! Let Let's crack on then. Let's crack so, the fuck on. Let's use our no, uh, our new shorthand of Cortese's men are doing an Attila the Hun to pillage the village and kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing an yep. Attila on their on their asses. There's a lot of rhubarbing in this fighting part. Yeah, quite a lot. Kill of, the men! Kill them all! Kill the men! And yet they're going to go and kill this little girl. That's the next step. There's a there's a little girl standing in little girl standing in the middle of all the carnage. Just sort of blankly looking around, not trying to hide or anything, just sort of blankly looking around. And then she spots her little dolly or whatever on the ground and breaks into this big grin. She's like, oh yeah, I'm happy now. Literally murder happening all around. Murder and chaos and fire. It's a trauma response. No, it's It's not. It's a dolly. Um, (laughs) And then the smile disappears as she notices a guy about to fucking stab her. (laughs) <laughs> you know she's like oh I, oh wait I'm in the middle of a giant battle so this kid is really fucking stupid she is dumb um, luckily Gabrielle's caught sight of her and she kind of does that classic um, not on my watch pull, yeah pull, pulling the kid out of the way of the, the lorry yeah. trick and so then she, she saves, staffs saves the this bastard right up the ass <laughs> she well she gets stuck in. She gets and is she's as you so, say is extremely competent. She's really good in this episode. She is. Now, this scene, this fight scene, it just seemed to go on forever. And, it and did didn't a bit. really didn't really achieve anything. Didn't really have any narrative purpose for it for it to be that long. I well, don't there think. was quite a lot of fight, 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 fight. Yeah. Um Gabrielle did well. Uh, the mother of the stupid child. She was being held back by a bad guy, but she didn't even need anyone to help her fight him off. She was a badass. She she yeah. struggled away and she kicked the guy in the balls. Woo! Nice. Well done, villager. You go, girlfriend. You go, girl power. Um, yes. So that was good. Um, Zena appears to sort of single-handedly turn the tide of this battle, which is lucky because the king's men turn up too late as pair. I suppose yeah, that's I, the I suppose that's the point is that the king's men turn up too late. Yeah, we're showing we're we're being shown that because that's sort yeah, put, of put, important. Put a pin later. in that. Put put a jag in that. Yeah, put a jag in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's that's very heavily kind of um, signalled, isn't it? Oh, yeah. we're too late again. That was rhubarbed in, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and someone says, "Well, go." Go after them. That you know, they're getting away. And he says, "Oh no, that's a boundary we can't cross. We, yeah, we don't why? go into the. We don't go into the scary woods. Why are they not allowed in the woods? Uh, I don't know. 
Doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense. Well, I know why they're not allowed in the woods. They've been told not to go in the woods. So, blah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so as they're retreating, one of the masked one of the masked dudes, who was clearly causing havoc in this village. Yeah. Unless he was just going through the motions. Um he he takes off his mask and he sort of To hisses. reveal a terrible mullet. Yeah, <laughs> really bad hair, man. And he sort of hisses, Cena. Right? So he knows her. Yeah. Mm. Uh-oh. He knows her by sight as opposed to just by reputation. Because mm. he tries to go to a dude, uh, a guy with a scar and very bad teeth. And I've written here in my notes that he looks extremely familiar. He must have played a lot of henchmen so far. But I've looked him up and he this is his first appearance. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I looked him up as well on um, IMDb and I... I could swear I'd seen him in a million things, but he's been in two episodes of Xena, two episodes of Hercules, and then a, a ton of stuff that um, I don't think is particularly broken out of New Zealand. But yeah, just really familiar looking guy. Yeah, I think he's probably... He's good. Still... I quite like him. I like him. Yeah, it's probably just the scar and the bad teeth and make, that makes him look like all the other henchmen that they've stuck the same makeup on. <laughs> could be. Um, could be. So there's that. Um <laughs> So the guy's like the guy who had the mask on, who doesn't have a scar or bad teeth, so obviously he's a goodie. Um, he's like, Take me to Cortez, I know this woman. And he's really shit at this threatening people and like demanding things. He's shit all round, we he will is learn. shit all round, yeah. He is actually. Um And do you know do you know who I the first thing I thought when I saw him was he's cosplaying Robin of Sherwood. Oh right. Like he's He's like the original BBC Robin of Sherwood with Michael Prade, also with a with a mullet. So yeah, he's got the his outfit and his hair and everything. But he's just he's like an extra that got cut because he was so shit in Robin of Sherwood. <laughs> but, he's, but he's kept he's kept the costume and the mullet. I am not a merry man. Uh, no, he's not he's merry not. at he's all. Not he's not a merry man. Very fucking grumpy all the way through. Yeah. Um. So the guy with the bad teeth and the scar. He's like, no, I'm going to Cortez. Get fucked. I'm the Cortez's <laughs> right-hand man. Get to fuck. Get yes. to fuck. And when get to fuck, I'm going to see DCI Taggart, no you. Um, uh, so he goes in to see Cortez and he's like, we didn't, we weren't able to get the look before um, a woman came. She fought. And then a Cortez immediately goes, a woman who fought? It must be Xena. And Cort- Cortese is kind of presented at this stage as Aries Light. I've, yeah, I've got a little him. He's bit. kind of clean, clean cut and presentable. Um, bit of a bit of a dandy, um, but he's a bit of shit. He is a he's bit, a bit of shit, shit, and he gets shitter as it goes on. Yeah. He does. He yeah. does. And he he's, he says something that never goes anywhere. He says, "Ah, oh, my two assassins must have failed." So, so he knew she was about. In other words, so like you're surprised, yeah. so like you're sort of straight, sort your your little bit of surprise that Xena was there is clearly bullshit because you knew she was there because you sent some assassins to kill her. But but um, then that thread never gets followed up. No, it doesn't. It's shite. Um, yeah. It's just bollocks. Um, and he's like, I know her. I made her. So this is actually two the identical two villain origin stories in a row. Callisto's villain origin story. Xena made her. Yes. Tina's yes. villain origin story. Cortez made her. I don't know if they were trying to do some sort of a look. My it's God, the this, cycle this thing of goes violence. all the way down. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it, it sort of like reminds me of 
the in attack Star Wars episode two Attack of the Clones, yeah. and um, and like everyone's talking about who was whose Padawan, you yeah. know. So Count Dooku is like Qui Gon was my Padawan, and. <laughs> And he went, and then Obi Wan's like, but I was Qui Gon's Padawan, so I was like, that makes du- Dooku your Jedi granddad. But then he goes to, and then later he goes and fights Yoda, and Yoda's like, my young apprentice, and you're like, oh, so he's, so Yoda's your Jedi great granddad. Then it's it's basically a whole load of big apps, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, um, so, so Cort- Cortez, big apps, you know who big app Callisto. And of the two origin stories, Callisto's is better. Yes, and Zena's a better villain. Yeah, and Cortez sucks. And yeah, yeah. Anyway. Agreed. So that's that. Next thing we have, um, the masked man um, exposes himself to Zena. <laughs> he does not. The the one thing that happens before that is that for a nasty moment, you think Gabrielle's doing some some shit storytelling, but she's she's just remembering how she caught the arrow. <laughs> Well, you know she's not doing the storytelling because you can't see it. No, you know. no, but she does that. <laughs> and then I went this and I pow and whack oh, and yeah. I listen with my body. Yeah, sounds like Stallonis. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then in the standing in yeah. the standing in their path is the mysterious masked man from before. Mullet mask. But he's got his mask on and then he takes his mask off. And he's like, I'm your brother. And you're like, oh, thought your brother. And then Gabby literally goes, I thought your brother was dead. Like, I mean, like <laughs> genuinely. How, how fucking, how fucking, um, just. Tactless. It, yeah, tactless. Jesus, Gabs. Tactless, <laughs> Gabrielle. I thought your brother was dead, though. Isn't he dead? Did she think she, bro- she says of the two options, is- brother came back from the dead or she has two brothers? Which one's more likely? You know, mm. <laughs> I mean, people do but come back from the dead in this show quite a lot. They, they do, they do, <laughs> repeatedly. Yeah. Uh, so Zena says, "No, this is this is my other brother, Taurus." And Gabrielle says, "Oh, you're full of surprises." Yeah, literally. Gabrielle, just just you wait. There's more to come <laughs> in this episode, particularly. But Zena has more surprises up her non-existent sleeves. Like two episodes time, just wait yeah. and see. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of family uh, members that she's not fucking mentioned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now, now we get into the story proper, and I just can't be bothered with it, frankly. Yeah, he just. I don't like him. No. Uh, I just, I, 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 I can't warm to him. I, no, I, I never warm to you. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't warm to why he's pissed off with Xena. You know, he's not even pissed off with her for having been evil and murdered a bunch of people, which is a reasonable reason to be pissed off with her. Yeah. He's still pissed off with her over having fought back against Cortez in the first place. Yeah, because he wanted to run to the hills. I wanted to run to the hills, and you fought. And he did. Uh, uh, and he uh. did run to the hills. He did run to and the hills. And that's why he's alive now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So we're 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 cutting a long story short, so we don't have to keep going over this. Um. So the the there's a bit of tension Taurus's, between the siblings. Taurus's, yeah. Taurus's beef is that he wanted the, all the villagers to run to the hills. Xena wanted to stay and fight. Everyone else stayed and fight. Chase Cortez off. 
he ran to the hills, their younger brother Lysias got killed, and then Xena went a bit nutty. Um, but basically he's lived with the guilt of having run away and of his brother being dead, but he's blamed yeah. it all on Xena because he's a little bitch. He's a little bitch, yeah, exactly. <laughs> survivor's guilt, and he can't even, he doesn't even own his own survivor's guilt. Yeah. He's trying to and make he, her feel, feel guilty for being a survivor as well. This is this is from start to finish. This is a toddler tantrum episode from from the soldier oh, who the, the warrior who wouldn't eat his broccoli <laughs> to um, to the, to Taurus. He's Taurus he's shouty. Such... He just shouts. He, he, I wanted to kill him. Uh! Yeah, he shouts so What's much. That? Every all of his all of his emotional scenes are shout. And anytime he's anytime he's given an opportunity to monologue or to be on the screen by himself. He just shouts. That's all he does. Yeah, you can you can hear you can hear the director going. Give look, give me more emotion. Give it emotion. And say he's say like, it louder. Got it. Louder. Got it. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Gabrielle is trying so hard to get through this really awkward situation of these two siblings who clearly don't like yeah. each other, and he she's making she's she's cooking a bird of some sort, and she's like wings, breast, or thigh. Who wants what? And Xena says he likes drumsticks, which obviously leaves Xena with the breast. Uh, 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 uh. We know that Xena's a breast and woman. A, and a nice bit of thigh for Gabrielle. Indeed. Xena's got thighs. Thick thighs save lives. That's a <laughs> well-known fact. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. So they've got some sort of plan. Um... But uh, Zena tries to Zena tries to send Gabrielle away to be safe, and unlike at the beginning of the series when she just accepted that and would have gone away, does she's told to wait and be safe. Gabrielle is just not having that shit. She's like, no, they don't need me, but you might need me, and I'm yeah. gonna stay and help you because you can't get rid of me that easily. And because that's Zena what friends is, do. Yeah, and Zena is like surprised, pleased. A little bit turned on, isn't she? Yeah, she she does this. She's kind of does this amused but very proud smile. Mm, absolutely, like, that's my girl. That's my girl. What are you gonna do, eh? What are you gonna do? Uh, and then yeah. Gabriel's like, "I'm sorry you had to witness that ugly scene, Taurus." Yes, <laughs> just, and he has no idea Gabrielle. what to make of her. He's like, "What the fuck?" Who the yet again? Who is yet this? again, we're shown that actually the whole of this show is about Gabrielle's development, not about Zena's yeah. redemption. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so this this plan you mentioned that they that they've cooked up, yeah, it, this plan. It, it involves Taurus um, pretend capturing Xena, leading her into um, Malik's camp as as his captive, throwing a hissy fit because he wants to take him to Cortes. She's my prisoner. I get to take her to Cortes, um, whereas but- Malek is. Yeah, no, I, no like, I'm, I'm going to take her and I'm going to have some fun with her first. Yes, their entire plan involves once again explicit threats of sexual violence. Yes, so, so while, much of this. There's so much more of this than I ever remembered. Yeah, it's rife. It's just it's it rife. just it's completely disappeared from my memory of it. Do you think it becomes in fact, less in later seasons, or have we just forgotten all of it? No, I think I think we'd forgotten it, become numb to it. And in it. fact, it is part of the plan because Taurus doesn't want her to go into the camp. She says, "I I know what those I know what these men do to women," and she says, "Yeah, I'm not banking on that." Yeah. Um, so, so Taurus ties Zena up, leads her into the camp, 
distracts Malik with this fight about who's going to present the prize to, to Cortese. While that's happening, Xena pops out the breast dagger. Yeah. Um, hey, remember that from episode three? Yep. Long old payoff on that. <laughs> She's used it since then. And and yeah, she has. And she cuts the ropes. Why they didn't just tie a knot that was easily escapable, I do not know. Mm. Could have saved the rope for, you know, more sustainable. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> she, rope. she... Unbelievable. So she, she gets... She, um, escapes her bonds, has a little route around, finds some bits of paper with a distinctive pattern on. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. We'll come back to those. Um, and then pretends to tie herself up again. Yep. And it's all unnecessarily complicated. A little bit. But then the guy comes into the tent, right? And he come, the, his entry into the tent is just comically... Is I'm assuming it was intended to be funny. Yeah. Because he comes in like it's it's like a monster and like an old hammer horror, you know, arms up like, you know, yeah, like I'm coming to get you. I'm coming uh-huh. to get you. Ha ha ha. Oh, 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 but first he dispatches Taurus with quite a good line. What? He's he's basically kicked Taurus's ass and Taurus is running off. And uh, Melek says, If I ever see your face again, I'll hang it over the cooking fire. Is that a I good think line? Good. I didn't get it. Yeah. Is he saying he'll hang his face over a fire? That's he'll peel his face off and cook yeah, it. it's goblin ah. time. Goblin time. Yeah, okay. I thought I thought that was quite good for a horrible threat for a, for a moron's one liner. Yeah, I guess. Well, that's me for you. Ha! <laughs> 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 um. So he comes in, does his rawr. Yeah. And he's like, let's not play games here. <laughs> let's, yeah, not, let's not waste time let's pleading not waste for any mercy. Time pleading for mercy. And she's like, okay, and punches him in the face. <laughs> yeah, have it your way. <laughs> uh, and then uh, gets out the back of the, you know, cuts a hole in the back of the tent and escapes. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Taurus and Gabrielle are back at the place where they're going to meet up. And wait, despite... Uh, they're waiting by a lake because that's where you wait for Xena. You you always wait for Xena wait by, by a lake. lake. Yeah, Gabrielle's playing with her staff, and yeah. he's he's worrying. He's like, "Why isn't she back yet?" And she's like, "How many men were there?" And he's like, 10, 15. And she's like, "Oh, she'll be here." You know, she's got yeah. total faith. And then she goes yeah. and sits next to him and tries to talk about her crush. Um, yeah, she like, she fangirls about Xena big time. Let she's me tell amazing. You, she's Taurus, amazing. I know that she's your sister and everything, but. Let me tell you about oh, the massive really crush not. I've got on your sister. You know. <laughs> and he's like, no, fuck this. She's doing to you what she did to our village. She's turning yeah, you he's... into a warrior. Which she can... she sort of does by the end. She kind she kind of is, but but he's talking about it as a kind of radicalization. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what it is. Um yeah. it's like she's been on mum's net. Yeah. <laughs> Become a bad person. Yeah, um, she's ours now. <laughs> She's one of us. Yeah. But um, Gabrielle's like happy with the way she's changed so far. This is a, say, I guess this is a thread um, we can come we, back to. But... I just want to apologise to any of you who are Mumsnet regulars. If you're just a Mumsnet regular, sorry. if you're a Mumsnet regular, please don't listen to this podcast because everyone in Mumsnet is a turf. Well, so if, if, you, if you are... If you're a Mumsnet being... regular and you're not a turf, I don't know what you're doing there. Please stop going there. It is poison. <laughs> Go, it is turf find, chan find us on, find us on twitter like 
to agree, retweet, to call for help. <laughs> anyway. Um, so that's fun. So Zena does reappear. Um, and gives then she drops the plot. This is what the bit of paper was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cortez's men are communicating with the king's household by carrier pigeon. Right? Yes. Okay, fabulous. So there's a spy in the king's household. Right, let's go and see the king. That's the plan. Which we know because that that bit of paper with the fancy pattern on, that's the royal crest. Is it? So, did we... Yeah. Did we know that was the royal crest? No, not at that time, but then she says the message that they communicate by carrier pigeon, but the messages carry the royal crest. Right. It's like a stamp. Seal, I feel royal like, seal. I feel like leaving this paper trail was a bit stupid. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm mad. Maybe I'm crazy. Um Yeah, whatever. So yeah. um Taurus and Zena are gonna to go to the castle and Zena's like To Gabriel, tell the king there's a spy. Yeah, Gabrielle, I know you weren't keen on fucking off, but could you fuck off, please? And this time she like, this time she's like, okay, I will fuck off. Yes, um, I got so away with goes, it once, but I pushed so my luck. So she goes off so to stay in the village that she helped to save while team Taurus and Cena go to the castle, where Taurus mm. proves himself to be an absolute bell end of the first order. Such a twat. Such a twat. Um, Zena's trying to get an audience with the king. Um. The guy who's dressed up like a Roman soldier that we saw earlier. Yeah. Um, he's like, you can tell me your news and I'll send the king. So it's obvious that you shouldn't tell this guy because what if he is the spy? Yeah. You know? And he doesn't oh, think of this. Our man Taurus doesn't a, think of this because he's impetuous and stupid. There's another another like, nice line here that appealed to me that you're going, mm, whatever. Um, this... Romanesque officer says, "How did you get this far? I had guards posted." Yeah, and Zena says, "Oh, they're lying around somewhere." Yeah, class. We don't even need to see that. We've seen her do that so many times, like in the Sisyphus yeah. episode, for example. Yeah, 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 exactly the same crap. You know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they're lying around. Ha ha ha, ha ha ha. Um, uh, so Taurus just blurts out their one piece of leverage that there's, there's a spy. A spy. There's a spy in the king's household. And then the guy's like, come in, come into the throne room. Anyway, so big twist. Um, turns out. Turns out that the spy in the king's household is... Dun, 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 the, the king himself. The king himself, because the king they... is Cortes. Wow. It's the same guy. Twist. Plot what twist. What we can twist. we can we can tell he's the king because he's dressed exactly like say the king of diamonds. He's he's, wearing, <laughs> he's got a king costume from like the the shop that Mister Ben goes to. He's it's, dressed like an absolute twat. Right? He's dressed. Yeah. It's from the dress up box. That's what it, it is. is. It, it is. Very he's playing from the dress king. up box. And he sounds. I didn't notice it in the first interaction we had with him. But he he's got a real there's a little bit of Kermit, but there's a really strong comic book guy um, <laughs> really? tone. Yeah, and I I didn't actually write down any of the any of the dialogue because it was so tedious. But he's got this really again a really unnecessarily complicated scam yeah. going on. But but he kind of explains so basically, uh, Cortez 
pillages the villages and the villagers. <laughs> actually, they pay really high taxes to the king because they think it's going to stop Cortese, actually. Yeah. And he so talks like that. He's double dipping them, basically. He's like, I'm yeah, going to tax you is... to pay for the soldiers that are fighting my guys who are taking things from you. Yeah. So this is his business model. Double yeah. dip. He, he, um, he takes with one hand... And, and he takes, takes away with the other, with the other as well. <laughs> 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 he's he's on the take. Haha. <laughs> um, now it's never been clear to me mm. if he started as a king and turned to warlording for like a laugh because he said, "And I also get to put my mask on and go out and slaughter some dissident farmers," which is makes it does make it sound a bit like he got bored of being the king and decided to become a cunt for no reason. Um, I've, I've, or assumed... did he get so rich warlording that he became a king? That's that was my assumption. I think it could be either, and it's not clear which it is. Mm. I think I I'm, I'm sort of going towards he was a king first, and then hit on this as a way of be- being an even bigger bastard. Because well, he's we'll, such we'll, a pussy. We'll never know because we we never get the Cortez origin story. But I I, think I know, but I first. feel like he is such a pussy though. Right. Yeah, he is actually. He is very cowardly, and yeah. I think if he'd been a warlord first and had become such a strong warlord that he got to become a king, that he wouldn't be such a fucking pussy. All the warlords we've met, they're not. They're not as lame no, as him. No, they're tough, aren't they? They are. You know, and this guy is lame as hell. The minute yeah. his he's got a, a he's obviously been to the Sisyphus school of like laying traps in your throne room, because yes. he pulls and pulls a, a thing. Pulls a handle and has them both fall down. Except Xena sort of feels it coming and doesn't fall. And then that trap's ruined. Like He's like, oh shit, that trap's ruined. Guards, guards. Guards, guards. And then he runs off through a, an yeah, escape Z- patch sort of thing. It's like Zena, through an Zena escape escapes, hole. Xena escapes the trap, the trap door by catching the edges with her fingertips and her toes, like at yeah. full stretch. And from that... Flips up about eight f- feet in the and air, and from there, from that somersaults you, in a in a way that defies imagine, the laws of physics. <laughs> can you imagine how strong that woman's fingers are? All the better for fingering, my dear. Can you even? Can you even? <laughs> <laughs> She's probably had a lot of like, like practice with her fingers. Yeah. Um. um <laughs> so um, they do a bit of a fight, 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 fight. fight. They get out. They don't they kill drop some, They drop some guards the down guys. the trapdoor. Yeah, that's what it is. They drop the guards down the trapdoor. Down the trapdoor. Do you remember Do you that? want to talk about... No. Do you want to talk about the, the next little um, fight? The comedy fight? Uh, yeah, it's a comedy. They do a comedy fight scene, don't they? Comedy fight music? Comedy fight music. Uh, you talk about the comedy fight. I don't remember it well enough. I just remember there was okay. comedy fight music. So there's... A window that, for narrative reasons, they need to get through. That Zena and Torres need to get through. But there are four guards in the way with spears. Um, I remember that with spears, full armor, grown men, full armor, pointy spears. Mm-hmm. And I think one of them is the guy from One Against an Army. Okay, maybe. just I caught a, glee- a fleeting glimpse of his face, and but I don't. I, he's probably not even in the credits in this because he was so disposable. Um, <laughs> between. Zena and Taurus and these guards, there's a bucket of water with some towels and Zena, with a wink, says to Taurus, hey Taurus, remember this? Dips the towels in the buckets, whips them round 
and basically does that changing room thing of whipping their legs with wet towels. (laughs) Helmets, pointy spears, full armor, four of them. And they're like, no! with two wet towels. (laughs) (laughs) It's so shit! But it works, though. It's so stupid. And Cotty's really by now, we've given up any pretense that he's a warlord. He's just such a pantomime villain. Yeah, he's, he really He is. kind of rushes to the window and goes, And he's like, I want them executed in the morning. And the guy but goes, like, But no what one time? thinks of going out, yeah, what time do you want them, what time do you want them executed? Like, what boss? time? You know, it's just so funny. <laughs> God. <laughs> what time? <laughs> Sorry. Um, So that's good. Obviously, he sends he sends his other army after them as well. um, um, Using his warlord army and the bad guy with the bad hair, the bad teeth, and the scar. He strokes this white pigeon like. "Ah." (laughs) We've been expecting (laughs) you, warrior princess. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. Um, uh, no, I'd forgotten the scene. We 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 turn to Gabrielle, who's been hiding out in the village as instructed this time. So she's been staying with the little girl she rescued and her badass mum. Yeah, and she's been practicing the whole catching arrows. Oh thing. yeah, this is funny. And she's been been getting the kid to fire arrows with rubber suckers. suckers on rubber the suckers, end. yeah. Rubber sucker, you rubber sucker. That's cool. <laughs> like when was this invented? <laughs> I know. I know. So <laughs> and for again for reasons these arrows are painted with with gold paint on the suckers but basically so you can see that so that she, um, you can see that she's failed a lot she's failed many times because <laughs> she's covered in gold circles yeah <laughs> I'd forgotten that scene it's it's kind of cute that's pretty funny yeah um Taurus and Zena well Taurus and Zena gets back Zena wants to speak to the village elders right yeah but then Taurus fucks off and she follows him. Uh, so that he can explain by in, through the medium of shouting and hitting a tree why he is a yes. villain. <laughs> he's he's in a he's in a big snip because he wasn't allowed to murder. Yeah, he wasn't allowed to murder Cortese. And Gabriel says you can't just murder people. You can't, you can't, you can't just murder them. That's literally I murder. Can. I think you can just murder people. And she he hangs says, out with a massive murderer. Like, is, it, is she not aware that it's possible to murder people? <laughs> <laughs> Taurus says to Zena, "What? Oh, why'd you put up with that girl?" Well, well, Taurus, fanfic has many <laughs> convincing many, theories many on this. Theories. <laughs> I'd rather spend time with Gabrielle than you, Taurus. I mean, that's fair and obvious, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Anyway, so then he screams and hits a tree and talks about how he didn't fight against Cortez because he was afraid. And you're like, "Yeah, we know. We've got that." We've understood this. Yeah, we've so he, understood he, this element of your psychology. Yeah, he realizes that Gabrielle hasn't been radicalized. She's actually like that. She's just capital, brave. Capital, just capital turns L. out she's just brave. But we knew yeah. that from her very her very first introduction. The very first thing she did was a brave thing. Stand it was up to dumb Zena. as hell, but it was brave. That's Gab. That's and Gabrielle. then pitchfork in the back of the head, also brave. Yes. A bit dumb. <laughs> a bit dumb, but a bit brave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, I've written I... here, this is what I've written here. I've actually made notes for this episode. 
I know, okay. right? It's been, it's been ages since I actually made notes. Normally I just watch it the day off and just like let, let you carry it. Um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so what I've written here is um, this episode is dragging a bit. Tori's Taurus just kind of sucks and I don't care about him. Oh, I, I've got Taurus's angst is so dreary and dull. Oh, it's all so lame. <laughs> so we're in one mind, as you as ever. Um, <laughs> so Gabrielle is talking to all the villagers, trying to build Xena up, as she does. Um, yeah. She's encountering the slight problem that she did more than half the work. <laughs> and that they, the villagers yeah. noticed this. Uh, yeah. he, she's like, who saved you from Cortez's men? And well, you the guy's did. like, you did. And she's like, oh, but mostly oh. Xena, though. Here comes Xena. You know? <laughs> and we, we, um, have, we have classic um, pussyfooting village elder who doesn't want Xena to hang around because she's bad news, man. Well, to be fair, he knows that the king's men are after her and that yeah, the Cortez's men are after her. So, you know, um, they're, they're a nut in between two sides of a nutcracker. Or if that's what... Yes. Yeah. Pincer. It's a pincer movement. Pincer, yeah. So she's yeah. like, okay, well, that's fine. I won't do that. Um, meanwhile, Taurus fucks off and gets himself captured twat. like a twat. Such a twat. And Xena goes after him, obviously. And she finds him tied to a post covered in oil. Oh, could this be a trap of some sort? <laughs> um, so she cuts his arms and legs loose first before taking his ma- taking his the gag out of his mouth and he immediately goes it's a trap and she's like yeah I fucking know duh duh <laughs> yeah she's like of course it's a fucking trap mate <laughs> so the guy so the baddies come in with um with uh flaming arrows and they're like yes we'll shoot and we'll burn him to a crisp if you don't come with us and she's like okay like, cause getting captured was sort of her plan. I think. I mean, like, it's how she's gonna yeah, get we, in the castle. Yeah, we we cut to the two of them chained up in a dungeon, and she says, "Well, that wasn't too hard." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wasn't too hard getting like, back, back in. Yeah, we got in then. You know, um, but he's not talking. He's doing his around and a silent treatment. Now he's such a toddler, no, isn't no he? No broccoli. No, no broccoli. No broccoli ever. <laughs> <laughs> broccoli is horrible. Yeah, that um, I've I've written here. Oh, there's some old guff about feelings. They, yeah, feelings. There's blah, a bit blah, of backstory, blah. but it's it's. Zena does explain. There's one thing is she does sort of explain how she became bad. Which and you can kind of ex- mm. yeah, you can kind of see she didn't go psychotic and crazy mm. from the instant she took up arms to fight against the baddie. You can sort of see how it makes sense, right? So she. She she started a fight to protect her village and then uh, yeah. the next step was to take all the surrounding villages so that there would be a buffer zone. Yeah, it was colonial um, expansion that did for her. Colonial expansion. And then over time, the conquest became more important than the protection. Um, and, and she stopped. She didn't have time to feel... Didn't have time to feel anything, yeah. As we'll yeah. see in, in season two, there was more. Like, she says that at some time, I don't know when, things changed. Now, um, she does know when, because it comes up again in season two. <laughs> the, other, <laughs> the other thing I've noted here is um, 
How how are her teeth so white? Um, that's that's how gripped I was by the dialogue. I just I was just how her pretty are teeth. her teeth so white? Because all actors that you see on TV, except maybe any senders where they're required to look a bit rough, um, have yeah. porcelain caps. I see. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I think I think my my making a note of that sums up how in sums you know, up how, how riveted you riveting were, the dialogue was. Anyway, so yeah. the guy who dresses, who's cosplaying as a Roman soldier, comes in. Yeah. To say, Cortese has ordered your burning tomorrow. There's some fucking methods of execution in this place. You chop yeah. off their head, do you hang them, the firing squad? No, we're going to burn them. What a fucking. It's like if Goblin had a kingdom. Burn them! Well, burn them all! You know? To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> To be yeah. fair, what? To be yeah, fair, there's, what? There's, there's, there's been a whole lot of burning in in recent centuries. That's, burning uh, man. It's not un, not unheard of. Mm. Um, Is this a weird anyway, method he... of execution, setting people on fire? So he's like, no, I don't believe in these executions. Yeah, it, make, it makes him feel icky. Yeah. So so he says, you you tell me where Cortez is. I'll I'll make it quick for you. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're still gonna kill us though. Yeah, it's yeah. not ideal ideal so Zena tells him the truth that Cortese and the king are one and the same which she doesn't believe but but she distracts him from that by doing a ridiculous leg clamp thing no it's Taurus that neck. does that yeah they, they, they both do it Taurus does they both it. do it different well Taurus does it on, on him before he really okay, gets a yeah. chance to react to what Zena's told okay. him which yeah. is dumb uh, and then she does it to the next guy and then they escape blah blah they've escaped yeah. hurrah and then there's a brilliant brilliant interrogation of this dumb yeah. captain of the guard she kind of interrogates him and says tell us where the pigeons are it's like what the what now what the, the pigeons the pigeons so she's got I a plan involving yeah. the pigeons um, i can't even remember what it is well the plan is that she's going to send a message to cortez's right hand man prick face malik. malik him yeah uh, which he duly receives, and he's stroking the yeah. pigeon like mad. He's like, oh, yes, finally time we get to... It's finally time we're going to attack the castle. So uh, she sent okay. the army, so she's going to attack the castle, right? Going to attack yes. the castle. Because yes. this is our scheme. This is our big scheme. Bring the two of them together so that <laughs> Cortese doesn't know which one he's supposed to sit next to at the party. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> it's like like if you've invited two people to be your prom date. Oh, oh shit! They both turned up. Um, turn, babe. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, um, then after she manages to send this message, she's like, "Right, where's the king?" Um, and the guy gives one gives gives an answer, and she's like, "Taurus, you go take care of the king." <laughs> so it's like she knows this is bullshit. Right. Yeah, t- Taurus Sends runs off. Taurus yeah, off on I'm a wild gonna kill the king. Chase. I'm gonna kill the king. Yeah, sends him off on a wild goose chase, right? Uh, and she's like, "Now, tell me where the king really is." Yeah. Now, where right? is he really? Now, where is he really? Now we've got now we've got rid of this fucking prick, this arsehole who's got who's got two modes: shouting and sulk, shouting and shouting louder. Yeah. So he goes. He runs yeah. out and he's like, "Cortez, I'm gonna kill you," but he's not there. It's just two randos. Oh. And he's like, oh, he has to fight them off. And then he shouts some more. She knew! She knew he wasn't yeah. here! Yeah. Ooh. Just such... Just, 
Stop shouting. It's not yeah. good. It's not big and it's not clever. <laughs> we don't shout in this house. Indoor voices. Indoor voice. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Cortez's army then come and attack the castle. Yes. This happens very quickly. Yes. And Gabby appears because the the mother of the kid has come and told them told her that in a previous scene that we forgot to mention she's come told mm. she's come to tell her that their friend her friends have been captured and so she get grabs yes. her staff and goes to help so she's on the scene which is good yeah so there's a bit of fight 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 and now meanwhile Zena has grabbed Cortes in his king outfit yes and um, in a move straight out of Scooby Doo <laughs> yeah <laughs> hangs him on a hook. This is this is Cortez, the mighty warlord who created Xena, the warrior princess. Yeah, yeah. She hangs him on a hook, hangs like Scooby Doo, from the, from his shitty king outfit, from the dress with, up with his little gold slippers waggling. He's, he's, his little wigs dangling. His little wigs dangling in the air, and he's like, "Let me down from here! I'll show you who's boss." <laughs> <laughs> So he's doing that. Taurus is going, oh, I wanted to kill Cortese. You knew he wasn't there. He's <laughs> having such a baby tantrum. He's surrounded by man-children. Yeah, man-children. Yes. <laughs> man- I started saying man-childs. I thought man-childs, that yeah, that's good. <laughs> man-children everywhere. So they have a fight, yeah. fight, 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 fight. Taurus and Xena fight. Back to back, back to back, they faced each other, drew their swords and shot each other. Um, one of those, and then they do a bit of flipping back and forward together. Pointless time wasting, brothers and sisters. Absolutely pointless double flip thing. Yeah, but they're but brother and what? sister. We've got to, we've got to show that they had Let's practiced fighting together in the past. Yeah, that we learned for the Amphipolis talent show fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah, fifteen say. years, not ten years. Ten years is when it all went wrong. Yeah. Ten winters ago it all went wrong. But yeah. yeah, this is at least eleven winters ago. Yeah. <laughs> um so then the stu- I mean the stupid plan works. The stupid plan of bringing the two prom dates together <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> works. Okay. She's like, Cortez, order your men to stand no, down. He's my date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cortez, order your men to stand down. And he's like, Stand down, you know, because he's such a No, pussy. your other men. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she's yes. like, there's only one man with the power to make them do that. Uh, and the captain of the guard's like, no, I thought we were going out. You know, yeah. it's like, I thought, I thought we, we I thought I was your one and only. <laughs> you know, so he's all pissed off. Yeah, anyway, so it becomes clear. Everyone realises that the king of court is the one and the same. Yeah, um, fucking lame. Taurus is still going, I wanted to kill him, I wanted to kill him. And Zena calls his bluff and says, Kill him so bad, right? Kill him now then. Here he is. Fucking kill him then. And and Taurus raises his sword and then he wimps out. Yeah. He wimps out of being a murderer. Yeah. Which is is good. Cortez is just whimpering like a little fucking kitten. He's like, Oh no, don't kill me, don't kill me. 
So like this is what makes me think don't, that he was don't a king. Get blood on my, don't get blood on my king outfit. I have to take it back to the rental shop. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, retain my deposit. Yeah. This is what makes me think that he was a king first and yeah. then turned yeah, no, to fair enough. Okay. warlording. But I mean, what a fucking shit reason for Xena yeah. to have turned evil. This cunt. I know, you know? pussy. <laughs> Honestly, literally any of the other villains that we've ever had would have yeah. been a better way for Xena to have turned evil. Like, she must cringe now looking at it. She's look, looking at him and go, oh, maybe we overreacted to this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> God, it's like when you look back at your first crush, you're like, oh, cringe. I like that. Uh. Cringe. Um, so my, my anyway, first crush was a, my first crush was a, a traffic warden called Julie. She used to do the the um, the crossing outside school. How old were you? Oh, about six or seven. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's cute. She was my friend. She was your little friend, was she? She was my friend. Yeah, Julie. Looking for me, friend. Julie. Woman in, u- <laughs> woman in uniform. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and your wife's a nurse, so it's all it's all fallen into place. Yeah. Um, yeah so there you go Um, so yeah but Taurus eventually takes the high roads which means obviously that he'll um, be in Scotland last (laughs) Um, that's a good joke isn't it it is. Take the high road and I'll take the low road of course high road and low road in this context don't have anything to do with take the high road in this sense you know like taking the high ground the moral high ground High road and low road refer to. In the song, they refer to being she's, dead or alive. She's Scotsplaining everybody. <laughs> but people don't know that. They think, oh, this is it. Here's no. a thing that doesn't mean anything. But this song is actually a sad song about two um, soldiers on the battlefields. Um, oh, it's like about, two little boys had two little toys. Yeah, it's a bit like that. About one but of them's without, dying, yeah. and they say, you know. One of them's dying, and he's like, "Well, I'll be in Scotland before you, because they'll be repatriating his corpse. That's why they'll. That's why him and his true love will never meet again on the body banks of Loch Lomond, because he's dead. Anyway, that is quite sad. It is a sad song. So there you go. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so this has fixed all of Taurus's psychological hang-ups. Yay! Who needs therapy? Yeah. Uh, so he's gonna he's his, gonna go home to see his mum. Gonna go home and see his mum, and this will pave the way for a much better relationship between the siblings in the future. So look forward to seeing Taurus again over and over again when we can deepen our connection with his character. I'm kidding, we never see him again. We never (laughs) see him or hear from him ever again. Much like Flora, who was like a little sister. Yeah. Nah, not not to the point where we ever remember their existence again. Not to the point where we mention her existence ever again. We never... This guy never even gets mentioned, I don't think. Never mind seen. No, I don't think so. The little brother does all the time. Little brother all the time, the dead one. You're like, yeah. yeah, well, we've got your, we know you've got your favourite, Zena. We get it. <laughs> Had. Yeah. <laughs> Before he goes, Torres says, thanks, oh, and thanks for setting me straight. And I have to say, Torres, setting straight, setting people straight is literally the last thing Zena does. Just, it's the just last thing Gabrielle. she's known for, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the last thing she's known for, honestly. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So that was um, Death Note. No, Death Mask. <laughs> death, death Mask. <laughs> that was Death Mask. And um, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> and we did not enjoy it very much. Not very much, no. Um, what's your score? So in summary, blog. In summary, meh. Yeah. If you know for such an for for an episode that has Zena's origin story and Zena's exchanged long lost brother and all that, yeah, it disappointing. Is an eminently Very missable disappointing. and forgettable and skippable episode. Yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really add anything to the the overall narrative because we are actually really. getting into proper story arc stuff now. And yeah, like meh. to this to the extent that they actually they sort of just give Zena a new better origin story in season two yes yeah, it just of, keeps getting you know, better actually they keep going let's yeah. pile on a bit more <laughs> let's give Zena another origin story but like the, the season two one is that is a much better one um which i guess sort of follows on from this a bit like in that you know after Cortes there was spoilers i tell you um, what it is i tell you what it is the show is the show is like your nan or like some aunt and you've gone around for tea and she she gives you like some shitty tuna sandwich <laughs> and this is the this is the tuna sandwich, and then and then she brings out the cake, yeah. And then you're eating the cake. She says, "Oh no, I, actually, I've got nice. I've got some Battenberg. Oh no, I've got some Victoria sponge." Keeps piling on more and more cake. More so and more each cake, yeah. each cake is more backstory, and they just that keep piling it on. So you end up with so this we've plate had the tuna sandwich now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all it's all it's all cake from here on. Death mask, the tuna sandwich of Zena. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> So, how do you eat your tuna sandwiches, though? Do you mix them with mayonnaise? No, because mayonnaise is disgusting. I agree. I mix my tuna with Branson pickle. You should try it. Uh, it's nice. Well, it's good. I don't re- do you know what? Controversial really opinion, like Claxon. Don't really like sandwiches. Don't like sandwiches? Ah. What? Do I even know you? Do I even know you anymore? I, yeah, I sandwiches are boring, though. It's true. Sandwiches are boring. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What's your What's your rating? Oh, f- f- something beginning with f. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck out of ten. Fuck all. <laughs> um, I'll go five just because we got some some good Gabrielle stuff. I suppose. Yeah. I I've said five. Um, yeah. I liked Gabby in it. And yeah. <laughs> the backstory, the little bit of Zena backstory is quite good. But as a villain origin story, Cortese is fucking lame. Um, it just incredibly so. And Taurus, um, uh, Taurus as I've written terrible. down here, sucks like a septuagenarian hooker with no teeth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friend Wonko's an author. <laughs> <laughs> A wordsmith. Artisan. That's me, That's me Um So, <laughs> yeah, yeah so the bird's eye view then is um, 5 out of 10. We agreed. Yeah. Once again, we agreed. Yes. Fabulous. Let's see if we will do next week, because next week... Season finale. We're going to be looking at the season finale, Is There a Doctor in the House? Yep. An episode Come. which was described as Xena meets ER. Yeah, Which it very much with is. Good reason. <laughs> so join us, join us next week to, and we'll remind you why that is, and um, uh, we'll we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Really good end. Really good ending there, friend. Should we not have that ending? No, we won't re-record the ending. We'll leave it. We die like men. Fuck it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye.